1: mortgage rates surged this week to their highest level in 21 years. The 30-year fixed rate mortgage averages 7.09 percent. That's the highest it's been since April 2002 when it was 7.13 percent. Jenna Smilik is New York Times Federal Reserve and economy reporter. She joins me now. You know, the people who have these 2%, 3% rates, they are not selling. So they're not, you know, putting more of these existing homes on the market. What's the outlook for the housing market?
3: Yeah, they're just bragging about those 2 to 3% right? rates at parties, right? Right. Um, Yeah, you know, it's, it's a really interesting moment for the housing market because if you are a new buyer in this market, you're just being clobbered from all sides. We've got mortgage rates at a 21 year high. We've got very little inventory because as you mentioned, people just aren't selling houses. And we have seen, you know, actually some new construction coming online, but that hasn't been as robust as you might have expected in a world where we didn't have higher interest rates. You know, the higher interest rates also deter people from building houses. And so tough time to buy a house affordability. Is really really tough. Prices are high, even as these mortgage rates keep ratcheting up, and so it's a very challenging moment for the housing market, which is why we've seen a real slowdown in the housing market over the last year and a half.
1: Let's talk about gas prices. A ten-month high, up about thirty cents more than a month ago. Still okay, lower than hang
0: over a second. Uh, I'm gonna get. I want to get into the gas prices with Dave Walsh. Uh, it is uh, Saturday. Nineteen August, year of our Lord, twenty twenty-three. On this date in eighteen forty-eight, the New York Herald, which was the New York Times of its period, that was the paper. In fact, I think that was the paper that one of the papers really promoted uh, then um, Abraham Lincoln uh, when he went to Cooper Union and gave the uh, the talk that really propelled him into the presidency. Uh, I'm thinking what eighteen fifty-eight. In eighteen forty-eight, they announced first big paper in the East to announce they found gold. Out in California, and initiated the uh, gold rush of 1849. This day in history, um, gold is on everybody's mind because uh, the Federal Reserve continues to uh, to print money. The deficits are larger than the than Biden or McCarthy told you they're going to be. We now know the Chinese Communist Party has dumped. I think it's 800. I heard, I read this morning 848 billion dollars worth of government securities. Uh, They can no longer – there's going to be a – there is a rolling credit event. Remember, write that down. Take your number two pencil and write that. Put that into your notebook. Nomenclature, credit event. You're going to hear a lot about this in the coming days and weeks ahead as the world now uh, prepares for uh, the implosion of the uh, Chinese uh, economy, the CCP's economy, under a mountain of debt that they can't pay off. Of course, Politico's got a story. I think I got up on Getter, but I haven't given the guys in Denver. My bad, but uh, I'll put it up later when Brad comes on. Uh, the Commerce Secretary, they're sending the Commerce Secretary they are sending the Commerce Secretary to Beijing. Uh, and and, and Beijing saying right now, hey, we need help, and you've got to help us. And what you got to a- ease up on is the Trump tariffs and other things that President Trump put, put in to break – The Chinese Communist Party and actually to bring manufacturing jobs back to the United States and make sure our farmers uh, were not being uh, were not being um, gamed by the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, There's a lot going on, but the most important thing that is going on right now is the global capital markets, because that's going to drive so much of these other things. We know from Chip Roy, he has sent out a 10 part uh, tweet thread. And we are going to have Russ vote is going to kick off the show on Monday morning and walk us through all of it. Uh, There is going to be they're going to force Biden's hand to shut down the government on September 30th. Kevin McCarthy made a major, major, major strategic mistake out in as we knew he would. And that's where we were all over what was going on in Jackson Hole to the donors, because remember, the donors are the guys that uh, that uh, told him to cut that deal in the first place. Remember, the donor class are the ones that told McCarthy, cut a two-year deal, don't have it one year. Because it was just one year that next May at the beginning of the general election with the country even you know, at $35, $36 trillion of debt, um, people will start looking around and say, hey, we, you know, we got to do this, we got to do that. But one thing we have to do is maybe we have to raise taxes on the donor class. And that's the one thing they refuse to do. They don't mind pushing this spending as long as you're paying for it uh, through inflation, uh, through higher uh, you know, uh, higher mortgage rates, higher credit card rates, uh, lack of credit, even the credit card industry for yourself. As long as you're paying for it, as long as you're underwriting it, they don't mind it. Uh, so, uh, But McCarthy tipped his hand and already talked about how close – a political report this week, how close he's working with Schumer – and McConnell already on a CR. We just need here's we just need a couple more weeks. We just need a couple more weeks to get the appropriations in. That's all a lie. This has to be brought to a head. Has to be brought to a head as soon as they return in September. Has to be brought to a head. And remember, all the conservatives that sat there and backed the spending bill and said, "Hey, we're going to give them the appropriations process. That's where we're really going to make the cuts." Just remember who they were, and remember to hold their feet to the fire when these votes come up, because you're not going to get control. Of uh, our economy. We're not going to pull out of this until step one. We stop the Federal Reserve from just continuing to print money to pay for these massive deficits that don't help you. Think about it for a second. What what is the government actually doing for you? That's helping you besides destroying the purchasing power of your hard earned income now down 17, what 17, almost 20% since the Biden regime took over. The uh, Durban, they're meeting this week uh, and trying to come up with an alternative currency, a basket of it. It shouldn't be lost in you that the pressure on the ruble and the pressure on, the, on, on, China, on China's yuan are probably the greatest they've ever been. Uh, now, that is not simply that, hey, people want to keep us as the prime reserve currency. Those economies, first off, the, the Russians are, are, are paying the price right now for the economic warfare that's being driven by the West against them in this fight for the Ukraine. Uh, and, uh, and, of course, the CCP has been kicking the can down the road forever. The only thing that can save the Chinese Communist Party, the only thing, is a bailout by the United States government, by you, the taxpayers. And they're going to try to do it in many different ways. Tariffs, you watch. The Commerce Secretary is heading over there. And the headline in Politico, Beijing needs a helping hand, and the Commerce Secretary is going over there to have a conversation with them. Think about that for a second. The Chinese Communist Party, the greatest enemy we've ever had, external enemy. We've ever had the greatest existential threat exterior to this country. We've ever had three times when we gave the country to Mao and the communist, right. And stabbed the nationalists in the back in 1949 in 1989, when the Bush junta uh, sent scowcraft over during Tiananmen square, when the blood hadn't even dried of Chinese Patriots that were trying to rally around the goddess of democracy, we sold them out and backed Deng Xiaoping in the regime and baby here it comes the third time. And then we let him in the World Trade Organization. We did all that. Right? There's a new book out by the editor over at Axios called China Rules or Beijing's Beijing's Rules. And I have many smart guys I know on Wall Street and other places and they're saying, Man, this thing is like a revelation. We didn't know this. It is it is material uh, that if you had followed me on Breitbart Radio, you would have heard seven or eight years ago. If you're uh, uh, just a, now a member of the Room Cadre, Room Posse, the vanguard here, you've heard it for the last three years. Uh, and it's shocking what people don't know. The, the the rules-based, the post-war international rules-based order, this fetish that you hear on MSNBC and the New York Times got to be withheld, up, upheld by your tax dollars in the bloods and uh, – in, in sweat of your children and grandchildren, sons and daughters on the foreign battlefields. That is the system that the CCP helped create and then gamed with, with, uh, with the party of Davos, uh, the city of London, wall street, the Silicon Valley gamed to take the jo- high, high value added jobs away, make sure that they're, that those high value added jobs are performed by slave labor of the Lao Beijing in China, right? To, uh, to, uh, to your detriment. To your detriment. And now they want you to defend that at all costs. The post war international rules based order, which is crumbling all around us. And the li- what they will do to support that, the lies and misrepresentations and bald faced lies and the immoral activity of throwing the best and the brightest, uh, the flower of their generation in Ukraine into the charnel house of the Eastern Front of that war coupled with now we're sending, we're going to go bail out the Chinese Communist Party again. Is that what that, is this what Biden's going to do? It wouldn't have anything to do that. He's compromised. It wouldn't have anything to do with he's compromised that he ran the pivot to Asia for, for, uh, for Obama in the entire time. All he did was kowtow to the Chinese Communist Party. His entire eight years as vice president, we Ford deployed one Marine brigade to Brisbane, Australia. That was it. That was the big pivot. When we came to the White House I said, hey, I want all the documents. They're going to fill a room. We want to go through every piece of analysis, every document. They, they sent a thing like this. One wasn't a room. It was a memo. That's what they had done. And now we know why. The guy was on the take the entire time. The guy was taking money. And so here's for McCarthy. McCarthy, you're not going to divert you. First off, you must immediately begin a formal impeachment inquiry, even the media is re- reporting, even when you go out to to uh, to Jackson Hole with all the big shots and big wigs, they're even saying this is so egregious. And, and these are people that are not Trump fans. This is so egregious. You've got to get to the bottom of Joe Biden. And now, you know, from the emails they've gotten that he, he's, he's talking to Hunter all the time under a false name. Who does that? Do you do that with your kids? When you when you got to communicate with them, do you make up some you make up some name for your email? Do you do that? I don't think so. Right. Why? I tell you why. They knew they were taking money with two fists from the Chinese Communist Party. And now they're going to bail them out. The only way the Chinese Communist Party doesn't fall because they're going to they're already having a massive credit event. Evergrande is declared bankruptcy. The shadow bank with Zhangji, the shadow bank, another 250 billion dollars is teetering on the edge. They've got what country day is the other is the other real estate lender, other commercial property lender like Evergrande on on basically about to auger into the hillside, as they say, in naval air. It's all sitting right there, a massive credit event for the Chinese Communist Party. And people are talking about they need a trillion dollar bailout. They don't have a trillion dollars. And quite frankly, they don't since they're not the prime reserve currency, they just can't print it like the United States can. This is one of the reasons for Durban. This is one of the reasons they want to have a de-dollarization. They want to take that power away from us, and they want that power. The timing for them right now couldn't be worse, but they're going to come up with an alternative. And by the way, the BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, are be joined by another 40 countries, another 40 countries that are creating a a different order than the post-war international rules-based order. And you know why? They're tired of the West jamming them. Now I'm not making an excuse for these people, many of them are our enemies. But we have played into their hands and here's who's done it, the elites, the elites have, who have concentrated all the wealth and power, have concentrated all the wealth and power in this country and made out more than any generation in history, they have consolidated more wealth themselves than have ever been done. If the founders came back here, they would go, what have you guys allowed to happen? We specifically fought a revolution so we didn't have, not just a monarchy, we didn't have an oligarchy we didn't have the British East India Company running the ports and running trade in the United States. We fought that. Uh, you remember the Tea Party? That's what we threw the tea over the side, said, hey, suck on this, London, right? Now you've allowed it. Not just allowed it. Let's be brutally frank. Uh, you rang doorbells, gave money, and voted for it. That's, that is what Donald Trump's hammering. That's why Donald Trump is such an enemy to the system. That is why Donald Trump is such a threat. That is why... At last count, 91 indictments, 700 years in prison. Think about that for a second. 91 indictments, 700, uh, 700 years in prison. For what? For bringing up the fact that the elite stole the 2020 election and this illegitimate regime has got us now on the precipice of a constitutional, a geopolitical, a financial and economic and cultural crisis. Short commercial break. We're gonna roll it all through. We'll start in Ukraine, go to China, come back to the United States economy, talk about energy. Then we're gonna visit. We're gonna to go to Maui, get a special report from there. Joe Allen's here. And we're gonna have a very special segment on the Commonwealth of Virginia, my beloved home state. All next in the world. the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight to the you should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it because it just might. Canadian wildfire smoke has blanketed the United States, reaching as far as our southern states. And with wildfire season in full swing nationwide, toxic smoke is threatening our health. EnviroCleanse is military grade air purification that's now available for your home. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed. To wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty in breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That is how you keep your family healthy. And this is why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants and only EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air, or you get your money back. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com. And use code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse air purification unit. You'll also receive the free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's 150 bucks savings. Now visit ekpure.com, ekpure.com, code word Steve, ekpure.com, code word Steve. Take action. Use your agency.
1: Your host, Stephen K. Bath.
0: One of the central parts of this fight that's going to happen when they return on September 12th, September 12th to the 30th, of which Joe Biden is going to be forced to shut down his illegitimate regime. Um. A part of this firefight is going to be on this situation in Ukraine. Just remember and, – and when you talk to friends, they're going to sit there and go, what are you talking about? When you start telling them the details that you've learned here in the war room and by your own uh, study and analysis and going to different sites, uh, they're going to go, wow, I've never heard that. I've never heard that. Well, it's out now all coming out, and what they're trying to do to separate themselves from the catastrophe they've caused – they're pushing out all kinds of alternatives right now. We're going to get we're going to make sure that you understand the inside baseball of exactly what's happening here. But just remember, everything we said about Ukraine from the very beginning of this war has turned out to be 100 percent accurate. We were right in all the other mainstream media. And quite frankly, the embarrassing fanboys in the conservative movement. Right. were wrong. 100 percent wrong. And we told them why they were wrong at the time. And all they've done is now had 50,000. Excuse me the pentagon's new estimate i put up last night i think at, at on the, at the guardian um ben Harnwell, i think that the uh, the, the source of the pentagon said 70,000 70,000 i think kias 70,000 killed in actions of the ukrainian army another 120,000 i think the kias may be both civilians and um in military but one hundred and twenty thousand one hundred and twenty thousand um Um, wounded, and many of those severely wounded. Uh, Ben Harnwell, walk me through. Right now, there's a massive pivot going on as they understand that, first off, the the reason that the biggest problem they have is that a lot of the Ukrainians are waking up to the fact that this is a slaughter pen, and, and they've been funneled into that slaughter pen, particularly their young people. And the parents and the young people have come up with every bit of cash they can, ha- they can get to make sure that their sons and daughters are not funneled into the charnel house, and that 's why they 've had this massive Zelensky last week, as Ben broke on here, uh, re- relieved all the members of the senior command of the uh, of the recruitment divisions coming starting with this in Odessa, where the guy had taken five million dollars and laundered the money through his wife to Spain to Spanish real estate. Um, But now we're seeing, since these articles, since the New York Times reported yesterday, 500, and they got that. The the, the New York Times and Washington Post, Ben, are getting this directly from American senior intelligence officials. 500,000 casualties total in Ukraine now. Ben Harnwell, what's the pivot we're seeing?
4: Good morning, Steve. I just want to add to what you were just saying. We're going to cover this a little bit later in my segment today. But the the average figure that people are bribing that the parents of young kids are, are paying to officials have been paying up until they were all fired as you said last week on a per person basis is between two and ten thousand dollars per person um, cash in envelope under the counter um that gives basically the market price of of uh, of protecting your kids life um the pivot is underway steve we've been describing this as it was taking place, before it took place, as it was taking place, um, and the latest news in this—this this was from during the week. Now, um, it depends how naive uh, Warren Posse, It really depends how naive you want to be when you digest these facts. Um, I'm guessing from the from the um, from the Warren Posse's perspective, they're they all be cynics like me, so I don't think it's going to wash particularly. However, the official story is that the that the Jens Stoltenberg the Uh, Secretary General for NATO, his chief of staff gave um, an interview to a Norwegian newspaper. Um, And what he said was, and I quote, uh, I think that a solution could be for Ukraine to give up territory and get NATO membership in return. And obviously, the Ukrainians um, were quite upset with that, put a lot of pressure on on NATO. And there was a half-hearted walk back of that expression. Um, but the pivot is this, this is NATO basically saying it's pulling the rug from, um, from the Ukrainians position that it's held quite consistently right across the the administration that, um, they want every inch of their territory back, not just from the present invasion, um, but from 2014, or it's primarily Crimea. Um which obviously was basically a means for keeping the United States in funding the war, because that's a position that Russia is remotely going to accept, even even, even on, on the essentials for, for peace negotiations to take place. Um, so this is NATO basically putting the rug from under that position. Now, when I say it depends how naive you want to be, uh, the, St- Jens J- Stoltenberg came. I said, No, no. This is this is my uh, my chief of staff misspoke. That's not really uh, what what he meant to say. Um, now you can either believe that the chief of staff, um, speaking in Norwegian to a Norwegian newspaper, um, you know, was basically a novice at his job, didn't really pay much attention to what he was saying, or you can actually say he was laying out very clearly a signal to re- Ukraine how things are going to be in the very near future. Um, I will let the war room possibly decide for themselves whether they believe this was signaling um, quite overtly or just an innocent blunder. I tell you why, Steve, I think that, um, that this was deliberately because it was actually there's a logic behind what he was saying. He said that if any negotiations to end the war were to take place between Russia and Ukraine, then they would have to take into account who controls what on the ground. Now that would I don't see how you can walk that back because that is a pretty clear and logical argument to have when two countries are at war with one another, who controls what at this present moment in time that peace negotiations are, are going to start. And how are we going to go forward? So to to then pivot away from that and say, oh we, well, you know, you know uh, that it was all a misunderstanding. I, I don't really understand how that can happen. Uh, principally, Steve, I would suggest that NATO has has obtained quite a lot out of this war. You remember that French President um, Emmanuel Macron said in 2019. This is when I actually this is when I would date the present phase of this war. He said that uh, NATO was brain dead and on life support. And I think that was the, the remark when he said that's really scared the Americans into thinking, hang on, we need to give NATO a, a fresh lease of life here because it, it, is a, it is an institution without an existential purpose following the fall of the Berlin Wall. Um, so we need to, to, to synthetically create a war so everyone can say, thank God NATO has saved the day. Uh, and I think... Everyone is now basically saying how great NATO is, and everyone within the globalist elites, of course, not uh, in our sector of the press. And um, so yeah, it's got it's it found its new its new purpose, protecting Eastern Europe. So really, from NATO's perse- perspective, this is already mission accomplished. Um, the question is, is that who's going to be paying for this as we go forward? Um, but I think it's very interesting now that these statements are being made, not in for like the the warren, but as high as the the chief of staff to the secretary general of uh, of NATO. Now the next story I quickly have like to mention. Now, but but but
0: but hang on! But 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 hang on! But hang on! Hang on! Hang on! This is a this is basically what President Trump said when he when he, months ago he said I could get these guys in the room and sell this in, in forty eight hours. The outline, the implication of what he was talking about, he could get a negotiated uh, settlement out, but people are going to have to be rational and reasonable. And the reality on the ground is going to be the reality on the ground, not these ideologues that are uh, so maniacally anti-Russian, not just anti-Putin, they're anti-the Russian people. These people are cra- – Watch the, well, just watch MSNBC, watch CNN. They come on – and they've been wrong about everything, and they've lied about everything. And Mersheimer called them out and said you're going to kill – all these uh, kids in the the Ukraine. What Trump was implying was something wrong. I'm not saying membership in NATO, but Trump implied this months ago, and he said, I could settle this thing in 24 hours as a negotiator. And man, they were ripping on Trump. Well, they're not ripping now because they're jammed up. And here's the reason. The troops on the battlefield, they're they're reporting today, I don't know if you got the story as one of yours, but they're famed 82nd. They have an 82nd uh, air assault group which is the elite, the elite 2,000 troops, they have not put that into the mix. They just announced uh, in the early morning hours this morning, I think it was, that they're, they're going into the front. Their strategic reserve is now going in as they continue to try to pierce through. So Zelensky, understanding he's got a problem with his uh, underwriters, is trying to go all in and try to get as much uh, movement on the battlefield as possible. They're throwing now elite Ukrainian troops into the charnel house. And you know, uh, you know, put put a, put the, put all the furniture onto onto the fire to get the boiler uh, going. So you, this is what you're seeing, Ben Harnwell.
4: See, I mean, that's absolutely right. Firstly, they, they they've got a personnel problem now in Ukraine about who's available to fight this war. Up until now, I mean, I don't, I don't want to be too uh, uh, cynical or pejorative for the Ukrainian war war effort, but up until now, they've they've been taking civilians and putting them in military uniform, which is basically the equivalent of putting them yes. in military costume, let's be honest about it, and then five, pushing them in, in the direction of the bullets. Uh, well, at some point, those guys, you know, biolo- biology, the, the basic uh, uh, materia prima, the, the, the starting material, is going to run out. Um, and if you don't have any guys left, yeah. you're going to press gang to send them, to the front line yeah. how, how are you going to that's, take this that, that, war
0: that's the, the press they're the, the, the press gang up Ben hang on for one second we're going to hold you through the break uh, we, uh, on Saturday we reviewed the music we played during the week we're going to do the song Missouri from petty officer first class Horton we played this at the election summit we're going to leave this hour with uh, with this fabulous song of the great state of Missouri uh, Ben Harnwell Nicole from the new federal state of China Dave Bratt Dave Walsh all next imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens better health promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit is due. Thanks, Field of greens. End quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable and field of greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support meta- metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take field of greens. Look, field of greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room. But they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon and get the better health promise here's your host Stephen K. Bannon like we said start the show in 1848 The New York Herald the uh, paper of record for this country at the time announced uh, that they had found gold in in around San Francisco and started the gold rush of 1849 make sure uh, we want you totally up to speed particularly right now as we're going through very uncertain times, one of the reasons we're going through very uncertain times, you have such weak uh, leadership, not just in our country, but in many of the financial institutions of the world. Make sure you go to Birch Gold right now, birchgold.com slash Bannon, three-part series, the end of the dollar empire, the end of King dollar, but we've done a pricey, we've done a, a short summary to get you up to speed everything they're talking about on the de-dollarization of taking us away from being the prime reserve currency, which is our enemy's uh, number one objective right now financially. President Trump had a brilliant answer on Larry Kudlow the other day. And look, there is a definitely a long discussion and debate we should have in this country about whether we want to remain the prime reserve currency. I'm not saying that it's, it's, it's perfect because it's far from it. Um, but it does give us certain – it comes with tremendous responsibilities, uh, tremendous accountability – But it also has uh, certain opportunities, Uh, but uh, that has to be weighed and measured and a decision has to come from the American people, maybe in the process of ending the Federal Reserve, right, and turning back over to to control, uh, not by the prime broker dealers and these elites that have run it and run this country to a ground and make themselves wealthy by printing money for the last, what, almost over 100 years. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. And make sure when you go to Birch Gold, ask them, ask Philip Patrick and his team why the central banks of the world are buying gold at record rates in 2022 and 2023. Make sure you ask that question. Immerse yourself in information. That's what the show's about. Ben Harnwell, the Ukraine, getting more and more dangerous. I'll get Bratton here in a second. It's it's got a major policy uh implications here in the United States because Biden's got another twenty billion dollar nut, you know. Hawaii didn't want to talk about Hawaii. – first, I've already announced no federal investigation into Hawaii. They're going to let the state authorities do it. No federal investigation into Hawaii about what caused it. Uh, no really – you know, uh, no, no package for the Hawaiians to make sure that the speculators can't come and buy their land. You're not hearing anything about that. But you're hearing $20 billion for Ukraine, $13 billion in more weapons systems for the defense contractors' profits, another $8 billion to pay for their medical, to pay for their pensions, to pay for everything you don't have. Okay, so Ben, where are we in this?
4: Um, Steve, there's a very serious um, article that I'm going to make a reference to now. That is, I spent an hour reading it this morning, um, and it's the sort of thing that you wish you could unread it uh, afterwards because it's absolutely terrifying. i gave give a quick shout-out to, um, to a contributor on Getter who brought it to my attention, Chris Stormack, who regularly, uh war room posse members will probably know because he comments very intelligently um on, on a lot of what we do here on on the war room. This is an article Steve um from uh, the, the the review uh, Russia in Global Affairs. It's published in English and in Russian. It's it, the the magazine is based in um in um in in Moscow. Um and it's absolutely terrifying uh, because the argument here that they lay out, and I'll post a link um, uh, in, in, in on Rumble for this, the posse must read this. It is absolutely it's worth the effort to read the. The argument, Steve, is that at this point in the war, uh, Russia should take stock of the situation and ex- exploit a point that we've been saying really throughout the year and a half that this war has been going on. That. Russia winning this battle uh, is existential for Russia, and it's not for the West. And the best way of of making the West realise this, because the West now is so invested in terms of credibility, not in terms of of military necessity, in terms of credibility, the West is invested. So the best way that Russia can draw this attention to to the West to realise what is at stake, which is all out FOMO, nuclear Armageddon is to contemplate now uh, a limited use of nuclear missiles. That is, the article is suggesting a strategic escalation into the nuclear sphere uh, so that the West will realise now what the next step will be and back that. Repeat, because from the Russian perspective, Ukraine, the, w- winning this war is existentially necessary for, for Russia and it is not for the West. If you may give me 30 seconds, Steve, I'm just going to read One of many, many absolutely terrifying extracts from this article. And I strongly encourage the the posse to go and get this out and to read it in full. But I'll read it now just to give a taste of the sort of things here that's in this article. It's a very long article, but very well written. Therefore, it is necessary to arouse the instinct of self-preservation that the West has lost and convince it that its attempts to wear Russia out by arming Ukrainians are counterproductive for the West itself, we will have to make nuclear deterrence a convincing argument again by lowering the threshold for the use of nuclear weapons set unacceptably high and by rapidly but prudently moving up the deterrence escalation ladder. The enemy must know that we are ready to deliver a preemptive strike in retaliation for all of its current and past acts of aggression in order to prevent a slide into global thermonuclear war. Steve, absolutely terrifying. Um, but we in the West have been escalating this for now a year and a half. And now we see here that the Russian intelligentsia is taking what we've been doing, the escalation that we've been doing, and now suggesting that Russia should take the initiative there in terms of escalation in the nuclear sphere.
0: Ben, hang on for one second. I want to bring in Dave Brett on this. Uh, so, Dave... Um The, uh, you know, um, both Chip Roy and Russ Vogt are working on a program to force by really to force McCarthy's hand. McCarthy had a major strategic um, uh, unforced error this week. He actually announced or leaked to the press and the people around him, the the brain trust around him leaked to the press that he was very far down the road with uh, with uh, Schumer and McConnell on a C.R., As we told you it was going to happen, but now they've showed their face cards just because he needs a couple more weeks. He just needs a couple more weeks, just a few more weeks to make sure he can get all these cuts in for the appropriation process, which is all a lie. How is Ukraine, the the, the 20 billion is part of it. They want a much bigger supplement in this whole appropriations, Uh, you know, not just the 20 billion. They want additional. How big is the Ukraine situation going to play into this really forcing Biden's hand and forcing McCarthy's hand? To actually have Biden shut down his own government, because at some point in time, you just got to say no. And, and, and now I'm pretty sure we got the votes because I think there's enough votes out there that McCarthy would have to go again to the Democrats. And I think this time you would see a lot of people saying, OK, if he's just going to do this and if he's just going to have Hakeem Jeffries as the majority leader, it's time to motion to vacate. Dave Brett.
2: Yeah, well, Harnwell just set it up uh, very nicely. Uh, What this really all is about from Ukraine to the budget, to the House weakness, lack of leadership, it's about self-preservation as a free people. Uh, You know, when in the course of human events it becomes necessary to take action, uh, hey, we are there. Uh, Right when it comes to war itself, St. Augustine said, yes, you can go to war only if it's to help the defenseless, the weak. We didn't go to war to help the weak. We set up the Ukraine and those young men as pawns to use the weak against Russia to bring them down. So the whole thing's immoral. We were created in God's image to be a free people. That's the self-preservation. All these global forces are moving against our ability to act in the image of God as a free people. We are not serfs. We are not slaves. And we need to tell our representatives to start acting like it. Uh, the Democrats have no problem. If we got 20 items that are existential, one is getting out of this war, uh, there's plenty of others that you just mentioned. Uh, auditing the Fed, finding out what's going on in the C- central bank uh, digital currency, whacking away this $2 trillion extra spending every year uh, with $7 trillion budgets that's funding all the cronies and oligarchs across the world. These are not in the interest of the American people. The polling all shows it, but the people feel powerless because our representatives are not serving us. So this is key. We need to act strongly. We need to get in touch with our representatives and start say, now is the time to stand up for our self-preservation as a country against China, your piece yesterday with DC Drano showing Sequoia capital and how we're still trying to milk every last nickel of profits against an enemy that's coming right after us. This is serious business. The American people need to get serious about who they are. We are all made in the image of God, that's who we're meant to be. We need to start acting like it.
0: Hang on for one second. I want to bring in Nicole from the new federal state of China. Nicole, um, I want you to walk through. You guys have been doing some tremendous work about this entire fiasco of the Chinese Communist Party's uh, financing and these companies that are now insolvent and what's going to happen and and warning America not to bail them out. Give give us your thoughts, ma'am.
1: Well, good morning, and thank you so much for having me. Remember years ago when Trump was in the White House and you and Mr. Mao the leader and founder of our movement, had been warning the American people that the CCP has already launched an economic warfare against the U.S., and that is the using the U.S.-listed Chinese companies or the CCP companies to scam American people's pension fund, including the TSP, the Thrift Saving Plan, And years have already passed, and now we're seeing the CCP is now claiming bankruptcy protection for one of its largest uh, developer, um, uh, Evergrande, for its $31 billion debt restructuring. And so that is the CCP's uh, economy crisis spilling over to the U.S. and asking the American people and the entire international financial market to pay for the consequences. So you guys have been warning that the U.S. should cut off the ties with the CCP and stop the American People's Public Pension Fund and TSP from funding the CCP's modernization of their PLA. And now, as we speak, the CCP is launching the military drill near Taiwan as a show of force to protest U.S. support for Taiwan. So this country is already in a big crisis economically, financially, and diplomatically. And um, so I think that I have heard that people say, hey, Steve Bannon and Miles Gore are are extremists. No, you guys are not. You are just being right. And I hope you were wrong, but everything that you guys have been warning years ago have become a sad reality.
0: You know, we're going to watch the bankruptcy court. I would like to see the bankruptcy court treat Evergrande which is a front for the Chinese Communist Party money laundering, as they're treating Miles Guo in bankruptcy court. Okay, Miles Gruel in bankruptcy court. They took the side. The bankruptcy court in the United States took the side of the CCP and every aspect of it. This shows you the rot in our court system. This shows you the rot in our. There's no rule of law in this country. That's right, These are show trials. I want to show. Ever Grant came to a U.S. court. Here's the reason. Somebody, it's 300 and I think 20 billion dollars of liabilities. This thing makes the Greek situation remember a couple of years ago, and oh Greek is, you know you got to bail out Greece so it's got a whole EU the whole EU currency is going to come. these are and that doesn't include country was it countrywide or country day it doesn't even include uh, it doesn't include the the shadow bank, Zhang Jing. you add them up, you're almost at a trillion dollars of liabilities. I think it's 750 billion dollars of liabilities with no ability to pay it back, zero ability to pay it back. okay, short commercial break. We're in this crisis for one reason. The global elites have worked hand in glove to steal as much money as possible from the peoples of the world, Lao Beijing and their American counterparts, the deplorables. And now, when the crisis strike, they want a bailout. And they're gonna work a bailout. You watch, between bankruptcy courts and, the, and what they're doing, the commerce secretary over there right now, the elites are working 24 seven, of just like in 2008, had to bail themselves out again from all the lies. They're looking on a bailout in Ukraine. They're looking at a bailout in the Chinese capital markets, all on your back, the back of you and your sons and daughters. Short break, back in the warm in a moment.
4: We will fight till We rejoice when there's
0: COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly 250 grand. And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act, but beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit covidtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's covidtaxrelief.org covidtaxrelief.org The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with covidtaxrelief.org
3: I offer you a choice a choice between two worlds will you take the blue pill and continue living in a world where a corrupt few control everything? Or will you take the red pill and join us? What the elites don't want you to know is that there are 200,000 open committee man seats in the Republican Party. These party members are the ones who determine the future of the GOP. Let's take our country back, one precinct at a time. Visit precinctstrategy.com now.
0: You know, the neoliberal neocons that are the Murdoch family, uh, this week when they have the Keebler L's up there um, because as commander in chief, you know, this is commit your CEO, your chief magistrate, CEO of the government and uh, and commander in chief of the armed forces. You have to make tough calls and you have to understand the world. You have a bunch of people running there have no earthy idea about the world. In fact, their ideas are not just antiquated, they're dead wrong. You know, Mike Pence, Nikki Haley, Chris Christie over there <laughs> with the bouquet of flowers, he's wandering around and rubbing up, he's writing a poem. He took, a, he took what is a Van Halen song and wrote new lyrics. Can you think about that for a second? <clears throat> How humiliating is that? Tim Scott, all of them. All the cheerleaders and the aircons. The reality of Ukraine is just one piece of a complex chessboard, geopolitical chessboard, that we have to be very, very, very careful about right now. We're slipping into a kinetic third world war. We're already at a third world war with the Chinese Communist Party after us. But these people are not, they, they, have the, they have the understanding of a junior high school social room teacher. The cheerleading of Mickey Haley, oh, liberty and freedom and liberty and freedom and liberty and freedom. Come on. Get real and get serious. Talk to me about the liberty and freedom of the 70,000 or 70,000. that The New York Times and the Washington Post and CIA reporting, how, how big an undercount do you think that is? How many families are destroyed? How many children are murdered or other? How many young men and women have been slaughtered? Slaughtered. And the happy talk, you see these people bouncing around and, you know, the liberty and freedom and all this. It's all crap. It's unworthy to enter the discussion and debate of a free people that have to make hard calls. Ben Harnwell, you've done an extraordinary job on Ukraine. You and Poso have been the tip of the spear in this. Give me your closing thoughts. We'll let you go for a Saturday and get, get about it in Rome. Uh, your closing thoughts today on Ukraine.
4: Thanks, Steve. Uh, Denver, if I might call on my third article, which is the Breitbart piece, which has the headline, um, Zelensky chastises citizens for dancing and drinking during the war. I'm just going to talk, if, if you guys are able to put the, the, the videos of that in the background as I talk, that will give an illustration as to what this article is about. Basically, Steve, you know, and we thank you, thanks, Denver. We, we've been talking about um, how President Zelensky has a job now to convince the West to remain engaged in this elective war, this war of choice. Well, he doesn't only have a job to convince the West to continue uh, supporting this war financially and militarily. He's got a job to convicting his own citizens. Now, we did cite a poll um, last week that said 766 of Ukrainians hold Zelensky directly responsible, and that's a quote, directly responsible for corruption in the military and in the government. And 55% of the Ukrainians said that this war was inevitable and necessary. That, that means like a sizable minority, 45%, believe that other solutions could be found. That was um, some time ago. The, the situation is moving on a day-by-day basis. Ukrainians themselves, you know, we, we, we again, last week we had the, the, the pictures of the Ukrainians um, sunning themselves on on the beach at where, of all places, at Odessa, Um his country is also amongst the factors that are sliding away out of yeah. uh, out of his orbit, um, and I think that's an, an illustration that we're constantly being asked to sacrifice more and more. Americans are being asked, going to be asked to st- st- stump up twenty four billion dollars to keep this war ben, in in movement, ben, and his own people. Ben,
0: what Ben about are,
4: are party? Yeah,
0: Ben, what? what Ben, what's your social media? Where do people go to get all your great stuff?
4: great. Um, follow the links there. It's at Harnwell on Getter.
0: We'll see you back here Monday, Ben. Good weekend. Thank you. Lefty Frizzell, a classic. Saginaw, Michigan. Short break. An appreciation and celebration of America and her music and her greatest voices and most powerful songs. We'll be back in the warm a moment.
3: Saginaw, Michigan, the daughter of a wealthy, wealthy man, but he called me that son of a Saginaw fisherman, and not good enough to claim his daughter's hand. I He's
0: That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. War room Health, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out.